Welcome back to Project Transformation DC's podcast, Voice. My name is Rachel Luna, and I'm the Executive Director for PTDC, and I'm so thankful to all the listeners who've, who've kind of joined this journey this summer and meeting a few of our interns um, when it was a weird summer and you didn't have as many opportunities to meet folks. And so I believe this will probably be our last uh, intern episode of Voice. We might try to figure out to do, uh, how to do some alumni um, and some people who who support us and are partners with Project Transformation in the future. But I'm excited to introduce our intern, Aiden Somers. Um, he will tell you a little bit about himself in a second. And so uh, Aiden is a first year intern and we are so thankful he decided to take this internship because he was one of the most hardworking people I've ever met. Um, the kids set up different obstacle courses almost every day for the kids at uh, Brighter Day Ministries. Um, and obstacle courses that were incredibly equitable. Um, adults had just as much trouble with some of the things as the kids did, and some of them were equalizers where adults, it was harder for the adults to go through the obstacle course than the kids. And so the times, even for the adults to the kids, were pretty even. Um, and so I was really impressed by that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over now to Aiden to kind of set up the scene for us. Um, where did you grow up? Uh, where did you go to college? What are you studying? Just kind of give us a little bit of background um, on you, Aiden. Well, of course, thank you for all that. And um, so I grew up in Virginia Beach. I've lived here my whole life. Um, and I eventually went to college. I'm at Davidson College now, a psychology major. And not not certain what I want to do yet, but I mean, this summer reinforced, it's definitely gonna, going to be with kids. So, but I just need to now choose what route to go on. That's great. That's great. Um, Aiden, something I learned about you this summer is that you are a former wrestler. Did you wrestle in high school? Yes, I actually, I wrestled in college too, my freshman year. But my, so in high school, my meniscus tore twice and I would have surgery but it's kind of disheartening when you have the surgery and then the same same ligament tears like a couple months later. Um, and then so in college, when it tore through, I, I figured it was time to just to move on. And I, I kind of I'm glad I, I stopped too. it gave me a lot more time. I mean, it's a great sport mentally and physically, but I think it was time I move on to, to different things. That's great. I don't know why I never asked you about that this summer. And so thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think that kind of just leads us perfectly about having more time, but what brought you to Project Transformation DC this summer? Um, yeah, just what brought you to, and then also like what brought you to DC in particular? Mm-hmm. Um, so what caught my eye with the organization was an alumni mentioned it to me. She was on the same route as I was, a psychology major, and she was interested in pre-law, which at the time I was like a hundred percent, and now I'm not so sure, but um, yeah, I'm really glad she told me about it. And then I filled out the applications, got to do the interview, which was great. Got to meet, um, I think Rio was the former. Um, and yeah, I really, really liked how the organization was run and like its goals and mission. Um, and wait, what was the other question? It was like, because Project Transformation is across, not across the country, but we have um, oh, yeah. several locations. And I was just wondering if there was something that brought you to DC, maybe then the other chapters. Um, well, I guess originally I was planned to go to Baltimore because I had a friend from college down there where I would have gotten his, I would have stayed at his house and 
he's actually fluent in Spanish. So I figured it'd be a win-win because I'm, I'm, I keep telling myself I'm trying to learn Spanish, but it always seems to slip away. Um, but DC was awesome. Um, I think it was meant to be that I went here instead of Baltimore. I loved walking around the city. I thought it was beautiful, all the different people, personalities. But yeah, I would not have asked for it to be in a different location. Great, great. Um, I think that's awesome. We, I, I've only lived in DC for, it'll be six years in like a, a week, I think exactly. Um, but I love the city and I love to kind of get to, for folks who aren't from DC, when they come in to intern to like watch them learn about the city and get to see the city through their eyes again, like when I first moved here and it's just fun. And so I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. um, did you learn anything about yourself this summer through working with the kids or the Friday experiences or anything? Um, well, definitely. I definitely learned, I would say too much. I've been like, uh, it's just, it was overwhelming at a certain point in the summer. I was like, I need to take a step back. It's like, cause I don't know, so much, so much great, like great feelings and like great ideas about the future were coming, but also those like confusing bits where it's like, I don't want to mess up here. Like what, what am I going to be able to choose to have the greatest impact on others and myself? But because it really offered, I guess the camp, I've always worked with kids. Uh, I don't think as personally as I did this summer. Um, and so I guess really getting to know them. And I don't know, it's just, you see a kid and you see so much potential. And it's like, that's like, I want to spend every second with them, you know, a different mm -hmm. kid. I mean, help a different life out. So it really, that's what confused me about pre-law is like, yeah, I know the legal system is very important to America and it, I could definitely play a big role through that. But I think I'm just going to have more enjoyment working more hands-on with the kids and just, I think I can make a bigger impact like that. So was, I learned a lot about myself um, doing it and a lot of good things, a lot of confusing things. That actually reminds me of my first summer when I was like, I think I like kids. I think I like working with kids. Yeah. And then um, I was a mountain biking intern. And so kind of, I think, cause you did so much of the outdoor and like recreation, just when kids let their guard down during that recreation time, cause they're just having fun, but they're also like, say some really like deep thoughts that you're just like, how did that come out right then and there? Mm -hmm. um, and you just realize that the relationship you can build with kids can be so impactful, not just on them, but on you. Mm -hmm. um, and so I like, I kind of feel that whole, like, okay, I thought this was the, the trail I was going down, but mm -hmm. I'm going to switch. I'm like, I went back and changed my major. I don't know if you will. I think you're in a good major already, but I went back and changed my major. Cause I was like, Oh, I like, this is what, this is where I feel called. I don't think I feel um, as passionate about what I was studying. And so it was confusing. And it I'll tell you that it took me three months, I think, afterwards to kind of like start putting all the pieces together. So mm -hmm. don't feel, you know, just know that a lot of people leave Project Transformation Internship Program a little more confused than they came in about like where they're called and what they want to do with their lives. So congratulations, you succeeded. Um, yeah, thank you. It doesn't feel like it, but you did. Yeah, um, which actually kind of goes into our next question really well, which is, uh, you know, we talk about vocation a lot. Um, supposedly at another project transformation, some of the interns started drinking water every time the word vocation was said to stay hydrated. Um, and so probably would have been useful for us to take on the same 
same practice here, but um, vocation is another word for voice. It comes from a Latin word um, and it means like, you know, to use your voice. Um, can you tell us about your unique voice and how you are using it now and how you want to use it in the future? Um, yeah, so I guess, well, like the way I feel like um, the reason I think I get along with kids so on, why I think that's really where I am, it's just growing. I was a really quiet kid, really in my head. And so I was always, I don't know, I always gave a, had a unique relationship with adults and like I was shy, I didn't really want to break out. But I mean, just like now that I'm older and it's like, I feel like I, I see those kids and I feel like every kid should I want to socialize a little bit and I get different personality types and I want to respect that. But I don't know, I feel like I have the ability, like I know how much I looked up to people and I think every kid has that in them. It's just instinctual, someone older, wiser. So it's to really use that, that role that you're just blessed with instinctually is um, to be able to give these kids advice um, and really just build them up. So I guess that's really what I was doing as the quiet kid. I, I realized how much a, a little support can, can boost confidence and that confidence can grow exponentially off of a little spark. So I guess my voice or vocation is to really reach out to those kids, uh, the quiet ones, the loud ones, really make them realize because they have their own special gifts, their own, their own voices, vocations. So I guess mine's just to help bring theirs out, which I really enjoy because I get to see a different vocation every time I do it, a whole different personality type. And it's really fun to watch because there's so much to learn. That's awesome. And I can say I saw that reflected this summer um, in the fact that you could create a game for all these, for the kids, for 90% of the kids, but one of the kids it wouldn't connect with. And you could create a side game for, for that child um, so that they were still doing, you know, still being active, still doing movement minutes, but it was connecting to where they are. You weren't forcing them to join a game that they didn't want to join or or maybe didn't have the skill set to join for one of the kids. And so you, you know, just kind of allowed them space to find what they wanted to do. Um, so I, I, I think you're on to something there. Um, this is hard because I know you're like, oh, I'm thinking I'm changing my mind on some stuff about like pre-law, not pre-law. But where do you think, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Um, yeah, uh, definitely a big image right now, but I guess I'm, I've gotten a little more because originally my, I didn't pick a major until my college was emailing me, pick a major. I, I'm a pretty indecisive guy. And so it was eventually like, I was just like, I was talking to so many alumni trying to get their opinions. Like, how do you like psychology? And I was deciding between psychology and poli sci actually came in as a 100% English major, but now I, I guess I moved past that phase. I'm minoring in English, but um, so it was between those two. And eventually I was just, I picked psychology, which I'm really glad I did now. And it was more of just a flip of the coin that I did it, but I guess God was looking out for me um, because I think it'd be, I think a possible route would be to really go fully into psychology, uh, child psychology and you know, get to understand the mind a little more, something you can never do fully, but it, it'll definitely help to be able to read behaviors and, you know, have that sixth sense of when you really need to talk to a kid, 
and when it's just something little that they can shake off and you know to get the most out of your time but of course there's also the pre-law route which uh got to study for the LSAT regardless now so might end up wasting my time there but yeah I'm not a hundred percent but like I said I, I know it'll have kids involved in the future that's awesome that's awesome if people want to connect with you do you have an email address if they want to learn more about you or like have advice because you know some people have really great advice um especially in this discernment process what you know do you have an email address that you would feel comfortable sharing yeah so that's my school email right now it's the one i check the most uh should i just put it in the chat or just say it out loud because this is a audio oh yeah (laughs) smart it's ae summers at davidson.edu and that's a-e-s-o-m-e-r-s at davidson.edu Awesome. Awesome. And I just had to get up to get my uh, rapid fire questions that we never, we always try to ask rapidly and it, it very rarely happens quickly. Um, so it, the first two are pretty rapid fire. Uh, what's your favorite color? Gray. Red? Gray. Gray. Okay. I'm making sure I heard that right. Um, favorite animal? Favorite animal. Um, I guess I want to say armadillo recently that's been the one I've gone with interesting I really like them they're cool animals do you have a reason why see this is why it never ends up being rapid fire (laughs) I always ask a follow-up I'm just fascinated by the armadillo answer yeah I just they got the they got the shells they curl up in the little balls and I don't I just have vague memories of seeing them in cartoons and they've always been that little mythical animal that's like are they even real but I don't know now I'm like I'm a full armadillo supporter. I think they're really cool animals. Awesome. That's fascinating. Um, and I'm going to be thinking about that for a while of like Aiden and armadillos. That's also works well when you have to play those games that like, what's your, you know, you have to think of something that starts with your, like yeah. the first letter of your name. Something, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. One person who has impacted your life in a way that no one else could. Um, definitely my dad. Uh, he's just he really is a great role model to have couldn't have asked for a better one. Oh, that's awesome that's very sweet um favorite book favorite book um that's a tough one um I guess this one I read pretty recently so it might be a little biased just because it's in the front of my mind but the master and margarita I found it was, it's a very, it's about kind of the devil and Russia where it's like, it's all kind of like a, I don't I recommend reading it. I really enjoyed it. And it was during the school year too, when like everything's happening at you, but that was a book I could just like, I could use it as part of my break, just sit out in the, in the wet, like the nice weather and just read through it pretty casually. All right. I'm gonna have to look into it. I've never heard of it. So I always like asking that question because sometimes you get good book recommendations. Mm-hmm. I hope you like it. Um, what, I mean, you were in school, so this might not be as applicable to you as it is to me. What TV show did you binge during the pandemic? Um, yeah, I, I've kind of been off the TV trend for a little while. Um, but I guess, well, this summer we were watching Hannibal as a, like an intern group, which I found really intriguing, especially with the psychology major, because Hannibal's this great 
psychologist. That's absolutely insane. So it was, it's just a, it was a cool show to watch because it, it does show you just how intriguing the human mind is, but in a bad way, of course. Um, that's, I'm fascinated that y'all watch that as a group. Yeah, it was, it wasn't like we consistently sit down together and watch it, but it was like a nice show that like it was on, we were all pretty invested. It, it was a cool show. That's funny. That's, uh, yeah. that is not the show I thought y'all would have watched. I mean, I don't, you guys are kind of an eclectic group, so I'm not sure yeah. what y'all would have watched, but. Yeah, it started with Silence the Lambs and it was my first time seeing it. And I think, I think it might've been Zach's first time too, but I could be wrong. And then after that, America recommended Hannibal and it's a good recommendation. I've already recommended to my parents. Well, now that I learned that America recommended it, it makes a little more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Which he was our, if you need to learn more about America, he was our second podcast. Um, mm. And so you can, you can listen to that and learn more about him. All right. The last rapid fire question, best piece of life advice that you've been given or that you give either one. Mm. Uh, that's another tough one. Best piece of life. I don't know. I, I thought I'd have a nice little slogan I could use here, but I can't think of one. It's just all these, it's just kind of vague things coming to mind. I mean, this I, life advice is pretty vague. Yeah, that is true. I saw, I won't, I won't go with cliche. I don't know. I guess this is kind of, I don't want to say it's my advice. I'm sure I've heard it from someone else. And it's, it's very clear, but like, it's kind of like, I don't know, always, always see yourself as equal. I don't know, like kind of in that where it's like, even if it's a kid, if it's an aunt, like, oh, I guess the golden rule, treat, treat others as you want to be treated. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, to have, to have any arrogance is, is always, I feel like a, a downside. Uh, why not go into seeing them as completely equal to you and a lot of the times that's how you have the greatest relationship is because everyone, everyone you can learn from, everyone has their own unique life, their own unique set of events that have led to different emotions, different ways of seeing things. So it's just, it's a wasted time to go into a relationship thinking you're better than someone because you're not going to, that's only hurting you. You're not going to learn as much. So for me, that's always been a big one. Just to really, because everyone, even the worst people in the world, they have at least one trait where it's like they perfected it. Some use it for bad, some use it for good. But regardless, that's a trait that should be respected and the way they developed it should be studied. I think so. I think you picked the right major. <laughs> uh, Thank you. That was great advice. Great advice. But like even how you broke it down, I was like, yeah, definitely. I'm glad you picked psychology because just watching your mind work through that question um, was amazing. Well, that's all of our rapid fire and all of our questions. And so Aiden, thank you so much. Uh, we are recording this post summer. So you took some time out of your first week, not doing camp to record. So thank you so much. Um, every time I do one of these, I'm like, man, I should really work on how to close out a podcast. Um, and then I forget in between podcasts. So thanks everyone for listening. Um, this is our probably our last intern, uh, 2021 intern podcast, but hopefully we can find some alumni or other project transformation adjacent folks who would want to talk about this because I think it's so much fun um, to learn about how people are using their voice uh, in life and, and what how they are here learning about their own vocation. Um, 
and it's also, I get to meet so many cool people through this job. And I want to share like that with, um, with the rest of our community. So thanks for listening. Um, hopefully we'll have another episode soon. All right. Have a great week. Thank you.